Welcome in, everyone, to the Landry Football Podcast on the Landry Football Podcast Network. A reminder to subscribe, like, and share. If you haven't done so already, it's free. The Landry Football Podcast Network. And spread the word to a friend or two or 10 or 20. Um, that way uh, you, you get all the best football information, college football and NFL information uh, around from a coaching, scouting, and front office perspective. So uh, it is a, an interesting time of year. Um, and we get into all the details at LandryFootball.com of this draft. And if you want to be more informed than anybody, get a perspective from coaching, scouting, front office perspective by going to LandryFootball.com today. Take advantage of our scouting season offer. If you want to try it out for a month or six months, you can do that as well. But we're getting closer and closer to the draft, and we've certainly uh, dissected this draft, and we'll continue to do so right to the first pick. But we also like to take some time to reminisce about things that have happened in the past. And uh, we want to go through, and we're going to do a two-part series today, the best first-round picks for each NFL team in their history. And then we'll get into some of the worst picks that um, – First, first round picks. Now we can go through the entire draft. We went through the best late round gems that each organization has had. So make sure that you check that out. We think you'll like that. But let's get into it. Let's kind of go through each team. The best first round picks for the Arizona Cardinals. We'll go alphabetically. Got to be Larry Fitzgerald, number three overall, coming out of Pitt in 2004. What can you say about a guy that is a going to be a Hall of Famer? The only time Arizona made the Super Bowl, he was its leader. Uh, pretty clear. Pretty clear. A lot of good ones. Cardinals go back all the way long time, long, long time. Arizona Cardinals, Larry Fitzgerald. What about Atlanta? Well, there are a number of guys you can go with. Um, there's a lot of good first-round picks in the Atlanta Falcons history. I mean, go with Deion Sanders, but he had more of a career with Dallas and San Francisco. I would say Bill Fralick, number two overall out of Pitt, was a great player, sustained over a long time. Um, how about Baltimore? The Baltimore Ravens. Now, it's a short history. How about the 96 draft? Do you want to go with Jonathan Ogden at number four or Ray Lewis at number 26? <laughs> Take your pick. Um, there's two of them there. Um, Ogden was an elite left tackle for a decade. Hall of Fame guy, Ray Lewis. I mean, what can you say about Ray Lewis? Just dominant. The Buffalo Bills. How about Bruce Smith out of Virginia Tech in 1985? Number one overall. Uh, he helped them win four straight AFC championships. I, you know, to me... He was the best um, first-round pick. The Panthers, Carolina Panthers, short career, short uh, tenure for that organization. How about Julius Peppers, number two overall in 2002? Cam Newton was certainly under consideration, but Pep was my choice. Chicago Bears, <clears throat> the fourth overall pick, running back out of Jackson State in 1975, Walter Payton. Dick Butkus, number three overall in 1965. How about the 65 draft for the Bears? Butkus, number three overall out of Illinois. Gale Sears, number four out of Kansas. 
How about that? Um, Butkus is Butkus, Peyton, Sayers. I mean, it's the monsters of the Midway, the greatness of the Bears and its history. And you can go to the 85 Bears. And Peyton is the only one of the modern era that would would be a part of that group. But um, th those are three. And we'll, we'll do that. We'll cheat a little bit to uh, mention to give you a few more. How about Cincinnati? Anthony Munoz, number three overall out of USC. He's a measuring stick for the position. Here's the thing about it. There were 28 teams in the NFL at the time when the Bengals took them in 1980. 27 teams failed him on a physical. <laughs> the Bengals either didn't have enough of the medical information to fail him as well or decided to hell with it. Um, it just goes to show you. Now, you're talking about a guy that had some serious medical issues. I mean, we're not talking about, well, they missed him medically. No, he had medical issues. Just some and that's just why it's an inexact science, because people ask me all the time, well, why would you take a guy that has that bad of a medical? Well, I don't know that I would that high. There's a risk. But there's still that chance that if you pass on that guy, you could miss on Anthony Munoz. You just, you just don't know. It's maybe a lot like picking investments. There's no guarantee of anything. Just go on the percentages. How about the Browns? Got to be Jim Brown, the number six overall pick in 1957. Um, just phenomenal. Dallas Cowboys, a lot of places we can go. But how about Emmett Smith? Maybe Troy Aikman. You can go with either one. Emmett Smith, 17th overall pick in 1990 out of Florida. Denver Broncos, another great team. Um now, remember, I would put John Elway in here. But let's remind folks, John Elway was not drafted by the Broncos. He was drafted by the Colts. I would go with Steve Atwater. A number 20th overall pick in 1989 is who I would go with. The Detroit Lions, all hands down. Barry Sanders, number three overall pick in 89. Too small. Not a feature back. Um, I don't think there's any question. Had he decided to stay and play football, he would have owned every record, would have broken Walter Payton's then record. And I don't know, I, I, I think may have challenged Emmett. Emmett's durability was going to maybe give him the chance, and Emmett was Emmett's a Hall of Famer. Barry Sanders was unique, unique in so many ways. Um, just incredible. Uh, Green Bay Packers, <clears throat> how about Paul Horning? Number one overall in 1957. Man, there are a lot of good ones, uh, but he was great. Uh, Houston Texans, short career for the Houston Texans. It's not Houston Oilers, <clears throat> it's Houston Texans. Not a Houston conversation, but a Texans conversation. J.J. Watt is where we go. Number 11 overall in 2011. By the way, Best pass rusher of the era, but by the way, strong run defender. But by the way, he was a pick that was reviled, booed by the media and the fans in Houston. Indianapolis Colts, um, 
I got to go with Peyton Manning. Uh, there's no question about that. Jacksonville, no firsthand. Tony Baselli, number two overall pick in 1995. The Chiefs, when I say Patrick Mahomes, is it too early to say that? We're talking the history. To have a guy that is this young in his career, I'm going to throw Patrick Mahomes out as a candidate as the best first-round pick. Number 10 overall in 2017 to the Kansas City Chiefs. How about that? A lot of great players in that organization. Um, the Raiders. I'm going to go with not the Las Vegas Raiders, but the Raiders. I, I don't know that anybody has meant as much to the embodiment of the Raiders. That was a first-round pick. More than Gene Upshaw. Uh, number 17 overall was, was great. Um, the Chargers, again, we're not talking greatest draft picks. We're talking greatest first-round picks. I would say LT, Ladeian Tomlinson. The Rams, I'm going to give you another one. Think about all the great Rams in history. I think Aaron Donald, a current player, may be the best. The 13th overall pick in 2014. The Dolphins. Oh, everybody passed on him, but 1983, he fell to number 27, Dan Marino. Got to go with him. The Minnesota Vikings. Carlella, Alan Page, Gene Washington, Ron Yeri, Chuck Foreman, Randall McDaniel, Chris Dolman. How about Randy Moss? Number 21 overall pick in 98. The Patriots, to me, the best first-round pick. Again, we got to remind you, this is first-round picks. I would go with John Hanna. Number four overall in 1973 was, I think, the gold standard for guards. The Saints, where were you going to go? First round picks. Remember, Drew Brees, not drafted by the Saints. I would say the best first round pick ever by the Saints might have been Willie Rofe. Willie Rofe. Um, just a great, great talent. The Giants. Oh, 1981, number two overall pick, Lawrence Taylor. Maybe the greatest defensive player we've ever seen in this league. I would go with him. I would say the Jets, I think it has to go to Joe Namath, number one overall in the AFL. And again, we're including first-round picks, NFL, AFL. I would go with Joe Namath. Um, the Eagles, I would say Chuck Bagneric back in 1949. He was the number one overall pick out of Penn. Yeah, that's that's right. He's a linebacker and a center. Won two NFL championships with Bagneric as the anchor at on both sides of the ball. The Steelers, well, I don't know. You can go Joe Green. You can go Franco Harris. You know, Lynn Swan was pretty good. Give Terry Bradshaw a lot of credit. He doesn't get the credit that he deserves among the all-time great quarterbacks. And he really was. And he really was big in the biggest moments as well. You could go in any one of those. Um, San Francisco, remember, Joe Montana, the third-round pick. Charles Haley was a late-round pick. Steve Young was a Niners pick. 
It is the 16th overall pick in 1985, Jerry Rice. Seattle, Walter Jones, uh, the number six overall pick in 1997. Um, Largent, Mawai, Russell Wilson, Richard Sherman, Pete Metzelars, not first-rounders. Walter Jones was as good as any blocker during his stellar career, all-pro guy, um, was hardly ever called for holding. Just phenomenal. Six overall pick in 97 was absolutely great. 1976, I mean, the Buccaneers. Look, they've had Derek Brooks, Warren Sapp, first-round picks. Absolutely deserving. Put them in there, take them, no question. The answer is yes. But how about Leroy Selman, the number one overall pick ever for the franchise. First number one pick in the 1976 draft is the franchise first draft pick and first Hall of Famer. I, I would say based on that, I would give him the nod. The Tennessee Titans, where you want to go with the first round pick, we could go with the Steve McNair. We could go with the Javon Curse in Tennessee. But if you go back with the Tennessee Titans, that's where I think you got to have we gotta we gotta go back and combine the Houston Oilers and the Tennessee Titans. Because that's what the franchise was. And I would go with Earl Campbell, the number one overall pick in 1978. Um they dealt three picks and a tight end Jimmy Giles to Tampa Bay was everything the Oilers thought. They reached the AFC Championship games in 78 and 79. It was the 79, M- 79 MVP, three-time Offensive Player of the Year. I think it's Earl Campbell. Again, first-round pick. And then Washington, again, Washington Redskins. Uh, Sammy Ball, the number six overall pick in 1937. I don't think it's close. Ball joined the franchise when it moved to Washington from Boston and became the the pro game's first passing sensation. He won two championships um, and it was a three-way dominant uh, dynamo. 1943, he led the NFL in passing. He was a, he led the NFL in punting. Was not a, just a punter. It, you know, Danny White was a good punter for the Cowboys. Sammy Ball was a great punter. You could put him among the list of top 10 punters of all time. He was that good. He certainly was the first great passer in pro football history. And I don't know if you know this. He led the NFL in interceptions in 43. So consider that. You lead the league in passing, punting, and interceptions. In one year, that will never be duplicated. Just some fun thoughts about the best first-round picks of each NFL franchise. Ah, you can debate some of them. No question about it. Um, there's some good ones. Hopefully we brought out some of the others that um, maybe would be candidates. A reminder, though, you can get more detailed breakdowns. You want to learn more about NFL history, the draft, um, stories around the draft. In 40 years of working in the NFL, draft stories and We've got it all for you at LandryFootball.com. So make sure that you take advantage of our holiday savings special today. Excuse me, our scouting season. Holidays are offer. Um, scouting season offer that we've got up on LandryFootball.com. It's the best deal that we have. It's a 12-month 
membership. Also, um, you can try it out for a month, six months, whatever is your flavor there. Um, also, remember to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network wherever you get your podcasts. Um, we appreciate you joining us. Spread the word about what we're doing here on LandryFootball.com and on the Landry Football Podcast Network. Great to be with you as always. For now, so long. We'll talk to you next time, everyone.